Hello and welcome to the Pineapple Incident, the podcast where we recap every season of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Do we hate ourselves? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do we hate this show? 100%. Absolutely. And if you're new to the pod, the premise is I watched this show religiously for nine years and, you know, it made me cry. I was obsessed with it. And I am now a 27-year-old woman, and I do not feel that way. Bronwyn is watching it for the first time. I am. Um, while you were watching this, I was in church four nights a week. So, you know, it's really a wash. God, four <laughs> nights a week? I mean, Shit. when I tell people I had a cult experience, <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this show is... It's it is it exists and we are going to talk about all of season two tonight with you because originally we were going to do a few episodes on season two and then we were so overcome by emotion that we were like let's just put it in one episode oh yes the season two season one was very kind of clunky and irritating this is like still irritating but less clunky it's much smoother irritation yeah like, like there were points where i wasn't scowling there were points where i would lounge and almost laugh and then i would be filled with a deep shame um <laughs> there were <laughs> there were points where i forgot the barney existed which made it oh, much easier so for me beautiful. to breathe it was beautiful and yeah. then you would always just pop back onto the screen and like make a fat joke or like a rape joke or you know whatever yeah whatever was on for the day um but it's still it's still how i met your mother so <laughs> Yes, the show that recaps ad nauseum how Ted met the mother. Even though we don't meet the mother, who is referred to as the mother, until the very last season. <laughs> so just just so you know, if you've never watched the show and you're curious about, you know, whether or not you're going to hear about the mother, you will not know until the end of this podcast. And I feel listeners should know, since this is my first time listening Jordan has not spoiled this for me. This is all new, so I don't know who the mother is either. So yes, we can I know who the mother is and yeah. together. I know who she is. Um, there's absolutely not enough evidence for anyone to guess who she is at this point. So <laughs> it's that's good. Yeah. Um it has that going for it. <laughs> so season two, we're opening and Marshall is trying to get over Lily. Last season, Lily left to do an art fellowship in san francisco yes and so now barney is excited because he has a single buddy to annoy like he did with ted all in season one he's like hey why don't we both get rejected together because of my personality <laughs> that's like his whole thing <laughs> he's but of course marshall is way too sad for that he is not ready he is He's he's, you know, in like breakup zone. He's like in his pajamas. He's got like a stain on his shirt. You know, he's basically his friends are stopping him from like incessantly calling her. You know, he's he's in a, he's been in a bad way for for a whole summer. That that's that's the thing. Um, and so in this episode, uh, Barney tries to take Marshall to a strip club. Ted tries to take him to a Yankees game, blah, blah, blah. You can read this in the Wikipedia description. The most important thing about this episode is that he starts like Marshall starts like tracking Lily's credit card. 
Yeah. And it's like to, to, to find her. Yeah. He ends up like logging on and then he discovers that there's a charge um, at like a hotel in New York. Yes. Um, so being incredibly emotionally healthy and definitely in a very good healing space in his breakup, <laughs> he decides he wants to go to the hotel, you know, to like get belligerent and like demand that she gives him more reasons why she left. And to be fair, her leaving was very abrupt. Do you actually have notes? No, I'm just like looking at the thing and, like, <laughs> and my memory is triggered. <laughs> um, needless to say, he ends up going and he like tries to like sneak into a room and then it ends up not. She ends up not even being there. It's someone like that's that stole her identity, essentially. Yeah. And just been, like spending her money. So she's like not even in New York. And I think that's kind of a moment for Marshall where like Ted ends up yelling at him and he's like, dude, you used to be so cool. Like, what the hell? Like you existed before Lily like this, like snap. Out. Basically, he's like, I love you. I know you're in pain, but like you got to snap out of it because this is really sad. Yeah. And that's it's not like Marshall's magically happy then, but it is a turning point where he's like, yeah, you're right. I need to like focus on healing, which, of course, brings us to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode we have you know barney and marshall shenanigans you know barney doing his normal oh yeah i'm gonna get you a girl but i'm also gonna take the girl barney's normal thing boring boring lily comes back and she's doing it's like right right when marshall was starting to get better of course because this is how it works right <laughs> yeah so and lily's back and she just had such a great time in art school and she keeps on talking about it and ted's like helping her look for an apartment and he's just like annoyed because it's like she's so happy and marshall was so destroyed and of course the the twist is is that she's not happy and she's lying and they do and, and that they do, she had a terrible time. Yeah, and they they do that whole um you know trick where she's she's describing how great it was and how everyone loved her art and how the city was great and so there's all these images of her in San Francisco but then eventually she gets drunk with Ted and tells the truth and is like I was horrible and then there's the real flashbacks of like the art teacher telling her that she's a hack and like you know, some some drunk guy on the bus, like giving her a hard time. I love that that happened to her in San Francisco, but like, wouldn't that happen? In New I know. York? I like, I'm. It just shows that they live in like a five. They like live on Murphy Hill and like walk like two blocks at the furthest. So Lily, Lily, like Marshall does not know that Lily is back yet, though. Yeah, that is the thing. Everyone's keeping it a secret because he's just finally getting to a better place. And because Lily has been like lying and making it seem like she's over him. So they're just like, well, we don't want to tell him that she's back. Yeah. And there's a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Ted and Robin are together. Um, yeah. Wait, do they? Yeah. They're not together yet. Oh, they d they're not. Are they? Oh, I guess they are. Yeah, didn't they get together at the end of last season? Yeah, they did. I'm sorry. It was so annoying that, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
like so there's just so many episodes where they're like not getting together and we're supposed to care that when they finally did i was like did they but they're such an annoying couple they're so annoying like my brain just blacked that out but we'll get to that um so there's a whole episode about the brunch episode which is an episode that i feel like just makes them all seem like fucking children because they have brunch with ted's parents and they find out that um Ted finds out that his parents are getting divorced and acts like a little bitch about it. I'm sorry. You're yeah, in your late and like 20s. You're, yeah, he's supposed to be like 27 or something. And yeah. It's like, and I get like, okay, it's one thing for you to be like, oh, that's sad. And you want to know if your parents are okay and you want to know more about it. But the way that he responds is truly like a seven-year-old who just found out like. Oh, my God. Mommy like he's just like, daddy, what? Who's going to take me to soccer practice? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And it's it's basically revealed that, that they have been keeping it a secret from him because they knew he couldn't handle it yeah and one of the reasons it comes out is because his dad makes out with a woman at a bar and i think barney sees him yeah barney sees him yeah and of course barney's like oh nice man but then he ends up like (laughs) telling ted (laughs) nice he's like oh tight somebody's (laughs) making out i'm not Um, and Marshall and Lily have a whole drama together but i actually don't remember what their issue was in that brunch episode (laughs) That's I think th- I think that is the episode when Marshall finds out she's back. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And he's just like like she's it's it's that kind of thing where she wants to get back with him and he's not and sure. he's just like what just happened this summer and like she's kind of gaslighting him because she's not really like she's not really being completely honest about her experience. And she's not really being completely honest about, like, why she went. She's kind of just like, okay, I'm back. Hi, how are you doing? And he's kind of like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. But then Ted is, like, very much Ted in that he's like, yeah, my man's wounded. And it's like, Ted, get out of this. You're my not their bro. kid. <laughs> like, stop. You can't disrespect my bro. Exactly. Um. So the next episode is one of those gimmick episodes that I, that I recognized as soon as it began. And because it has one of those names, it's... Ted Mosby, architect. Um, and it basically is one of those like high concept time at your mother episodes where I've noticed so- that they 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 do some of these. They, 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 they do like a few of these a season. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those like here, here like- it's just gonna be one big joke. And the joke here is that Robin says that that um that being an architect is boring and and then basically Barney's like, actually, being an architect is really sexy and women that women like it. And so he just like goes around introducing himself as um, Ted Mosby, architect. And he makes it sound so like sexy and interesting. And he basically like, <laughs> and he ba- yeah, and just he like ends creates up, like, all this drama. With people and, and like Ted's like, whoa, like Ted like notices that it's working. But I mean, the whole thing is that Barney, the reason that it works is because Barney actually seems interested in being an architect. Whereas Ted, the actual architect, you never really believe he's an architect. Like nope. he doesn't seem. And when it does come up, he's just kind of like, "Oh yeah." I've always know. wanted to make a really big build. I've always wanted, I wanted to, to have make a, a giant big building. Dick. <laughs> I just want to make like. <laughs> I would like to make a very tall building. I would like <laughs> my. Like, I would like, like my erection to stand. Yeah, like he sounds, block out the sun. He sounds like a twelve-year-old who like has a boner and just learned about architecture. So it's like, yeah, of course people aren't into what kind that. Of architect is like, I just want to make a big build. Like, don't you want to like build like a beautiful library or something what's your fucking problem yeah, man like, don't, yeah don't you want to design like a really incredible <laughs> like don't you want to 
build a really incredible design that just like utilizes space in a new way and like no i just no, no he just wants to make a he's huge just like fucking i want building. to plant a flag and the flag is a penis and, and the penis like a- is glass but also concrete and it's like okay and then also like uh Basically, like, women around town are talking about, oh, my God, Ted Mosby, he's so cool. And so Robin's like, oh, so he's running around with all these bitches. And then she just like. Yeah, because she doesn't know that Barney's <laughs> doing this. So then she's like, what the hell? And she confronts him. And he's just like, oh, no. That's not me. That's not me. Ted Mosby, the architect, is not me. And that's, of course, like, part of the writing shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Like, no, they said that they were talking to Ted Mosby. And, oh, no, not that Ted Mosby. And. How I Met Your Mother just does this sometimes. (laughs) They do. And, like, I I will admit, like, there's... I can... I understand how there's a bit of a charm to this, like, kind of gimmick that they do. Like, I get that for fans and, you know... I I get the charm. But but there is a point where you're, like, ten minutes in and you're like, okay, I got it. (laughs) Like, I got the joke. Um, So then we go on to the next episode, which is... You know, Lily hasn't really settled down yet and she doesn't come from money. And, you know, in the past, she always just lived with Marshall and Ted. So she ends up moving in with Barney for a little bit. Yeah. And they kind of like do this whole like dream team thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I get to hook up with ladies. And then you come in and pretend to be my wife to get rid of them because I don't know how to just say that I want them to leave my apartment. Because I'm an adult (laughs) man who doesn't know how to just like it's like there's so many ways to get someone to leave your apartment without even directly saying like he could just be like i have to go somewhere he doesn't have to actually go somewhere he could just be like i have to leave and like go walk to the corner store and say goodbye like it's it's not that hard dude yeah but instead he has you know lily is his fake wife and um (laughs) it's basically like she's still not like um i feel like she's still not back with marshall like it's still awkward that she's there um, it feels like a Tumblr. Like if it feels like an episode that like a thirteen-year-old girl wrote on Tumblr. It's like, well, I want to see how this ship would work. Let's see if if Barney and Lily could ever be a thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like just like the most nonsensical pairing. But also, they're both very like into shenanigans, so that part of the relationship makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're both very dramatic, very like, dramatic, and very nosy, and do not know how to chill, <laughs> like at all. So them together, like it's cool, and then you kind of think that they're gonna fuck, and then it turns out that they don't, and then Barney's like, "Oh, we not fucking. You gotta go." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's basically like, this is too weird now. This is almost like I just have a friendship with a woman that's not centered around another man. That's wild. I'm not sure. No. <laughs> so then, so then of course, Barney needing to shake off the, the horrible uh, stench of friendship um, ends up pr- propositioning uh, Marshall's law professor, Jane Seymour. Yes. Oh in an man. Incredible episode I, where she's Jane just a Seymour hot cougar. Is so great she's in this so episode. Hot and she's so like bossy and it's awesome. Like she just like tells him what to do. She like criticizes him in bed and just like tells him what she wants and he's like obsessed. And, and he it's becomes amazing. like obsessed with pleasing her, which like that's it's such actually a great... like the only time I almost like him is yeah. like when he's being bossed around by Jane Seymour. Yeah, that was so oh my god, I loved her so much. She was so great. She was so fantastic yeah i wish the whole episode was her but there's also a thing where lily is working 
in Ted's office now because Lily just they have to insert her in until she gets back with Marshall so they have to find yeah, something to do with her. They didn't her figure out how to like let her have a life so she episode. just like all the other men like let her like hang out with them. <laughs> yeah because she just um. doesn't have any female friends except for Robin and Robin doesn't hang out with any female friends even though Robin like we see her we see Robin with female friends in the very first episode and then we never and see then them we again. Never, yeah I'm just like wow <laughs> she's a bad friend. Um. <laughs> she just like found a new group of friends and just like ditched her entire like, group of sorry friends. i'm just gonna think about dating this guy for like you know seven months and just <laughs> never call you guys back like so yeah and so lily is is working in the office and she it's this like weird thing where i'm supposed to believe that lily can't tell the difference between an adult and a child because the uh, ted's boss is mean which i think that's still brian cranston yeah it is brian cranston and it's so funny and weird to see him in this like he's such a scene stealer that even in this show as this very limited character he's great but it's just weird to see him yeah yeah so he's there and like and she's like oh well, i'm gonna teach him a lesson and she was like oh yeah with my kindergartners i just like take, take away their favorite toy take away their favorite toy and it's just like okay and like and Ted's like, okay, but you know that this is an adult man, right? And she's just like, no difference. And I mean, I agree. Kind I agree of. as well. But <laughs> it's also like in the context of the show and in the context of like the workplace of one of your supposed best friends, you know, like maybe don't mess stuff up. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird how like she, the poorest person in the friend group does not understand how precarious employment how jobs is. matter. And like, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But sometimes you just have to work for an asshole. In fact, 90% of the time you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um yeah it's a it's a weird plot it's like uh we gotta do something with Lily we got to she's gotta be here exactly um so yeah there's all that shit and then that brings us to <laughs> yes oh oh. Oh, Swarly. Yeah, it's another one where it's just like... Swarly is like another gimmick one, but I don't like it at all. No, I don't like it at all. Like, at least like Ted Mosby Architect, it had some shenanigans I could appreciate, you know? But Swarly is just like somebody like wrote a nonsense nonsense on her not on his coffee cup. And it's just like a Starbucks joke, really. And then everybody calls him Swarly, and that's supposed to be funny, but it isn't. And then um, Marshall starts dating... Um, one of the women from Firefly. <laughs> and they're all like, she has crazy eyes. It's like, yeah, she. And so it's just the whole episode where they're just like, you can see it in her eyes that that she's crazy. And Marshall's just like, that's misogynist, essentially, is what he's saying. Yeah, he's like the only. Yeah, he's the only one who calls that out. Um, And then. Oh, wait, you know what I realized? Marshall doesn't know that Lily's here until this episode. I take that back. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember it's in this episode that he runs into Lily. So this whole time, I feel like that's important. This whole time, Lily has been back and Marshall hasn't known. Yeah. So that's pretty big deal. Yeah. So he, he basically, he's like, sh she, like the woman stays at his place and then like she's leaving or something. I just remember that he's like going out his front door and Lily's there because she's kind of stalking him. She, she she turns out like she was in the apartment and then she like jumps out from behind the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like she was just there for this this whole date and she finally was just like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. And like 
they end up having like a really intense um exchange where he's just like what and she's like i'm back and he's like oh you look great also she's really really tan it's very weird yeah she comes back orange really orange yeah um yeah and so like that so they so they go through this whole thing and like you know marshall's just like you know i'm not sure we can get back together Wait, I think they I think they do get back together at the end of this episode because yeah, by this, Atlantic this, City. This episode it's basically like seven episodes at the beginning of the season are like belaboring them running into each other and then they run into each other and they're awkward and then basically she's just like I'm still like want to be with you. And and then the next episode, they're like fully like, yes, let's just be together. And then they decide they want to elope because they don't want to tell everybody. Well, like uh, they don't uh, want to plan a wedding again. Well, I think I, I think also the the Atlantic City episode is a lot of like Lily uh, feeling like because she ran out on the wedding planning the first time it's like she's embarrassed she doesn't want to see his family she doesn't want them to see her she just feels like she's the evil bitch who left him and that's how everybody's going to see her so if they get married with just ted and robin and barney then it's like she won't have to deal with like the whole family yeah that she's gonna have to deal with eventually, right? Yeah, and so it's just like a lot of deflection going it on, is. and and like Marshall's just like, yeah, sure, but like it's obviously her just trying to kind of soothe her anxiety and just like move their relationship forward back into the serious territory, but of course with the shenanigans in Atlantic City, the scheduling doesn't really work out, and then they just decide, you know what, let's just chill, we'll we'll do a real wedding. <laughs> After going to Atlantic City, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it. You know, I mean, that's it's actually the one episode like the shenanigans I could do without, but it's the one episode where the thought process that she has is the exact thought process that I had. Like, if Kyle and I plan our wedding and then I just like to, and then it's all planned out, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, you know, I think I just kind of want to go to Ireland for a little bit. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to like. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go away for a while. I'm going to go to the Highlands, and then like, and then Kyle and I get back together, like, of course I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to see that like his entire family is going to hate me. No, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely understood where she was coming from and empathized with that, and the sense i was like yeah of course if i was her i would feel like everyone hated me too especially because the friend group has a little like ted pretty much only ted barney doesn't really give a fuck (laughs) like ted's been like passive aggressive at moments about like how hurt marshall was so i feel like she's like well i want i'm assuming his family is gonna feel even more you know extremely so yeah Yeah. that's an important episode for like their relationship communicating that their relationship is back firmly intact once they decide to not get not to elope but like they're still gonna get married that's like a very crucial yeah because like they 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 do all this they go through all this trouble and go through all these hurdles to get married like and also the big joke is that atlantic city is not the exact same as vegas which they didn't seem to understand until they got there yes exactly they're like wait what and and (laughs) the best thing is like everybody who works there at the at the resort casino is like yeah we this is atlantic city like it sucks (laughs) like why are you here um and uh 
and then it moves to another uh, kind of gimmicky episode. Slap bat. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> you're so excited. Okay, so slap bat is the reason that I became obsessed with this show. Like at first, I was just like watching it, and I was just like, okay, this is fine. But then when slap bet came, I was like, the the burgeoning TV writer in me was like, oh my god, this is so creative. Like, oh my, like it's like like when will the this. slaps happen? When will the others like it's okay so basically barney and marshall make a bet about what robin's secret is uh because they feel like robin has a secret and it's like a whole thing and barney guesses that she does porn and you know i don't remember if marshall has a guess or if he's just like no she doesn't do porn like i don't know if he's it was just like, like no she doesn't do porn it, or like one of them thinks that she was married yeah 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 uh and so they do this whole bet and it's like and then they're just like okay we're gonna do a slap bet and then they like explain the slap bet and it's like and lily becomes slap bet commissioner and it's just kind of a thing where like <laughs> whoever loses gets slapped but like <laughs> they can also complicate it and add more slaps or change like or like try to decide when the different times that the slaps will happen and so basically the the conclusion to the slap bet from that episode like in terms of like what sets the precedent is that like um Okay, so I think it's that Barney thinks that he's right, and so he goes ahead and he slaps Marshall. And then when they find, and then when they find out that Barney isn't right, <laughs> Marshall's like, "Oh yeah, gotcha, bitch." And then Marshall's like, Marshall can. They gave him like a choice of slaps. It would be like ten slaps all in a row. I believe that's what it was. Ten slaps all in a row, or five slaps to be distributed at like any random moment yeah um and so that's so that's the thing and he gets slapped he gets one like nice big slap in this episode and watching barney get slapped is one of is the great. great joys yeah knowing that he will get slapped more is fantastic <laughs> it is fantastic oh and uh the the revelation is of course like one of the best reveals on the show you find out that robin was a canadian pop star named robin sparkles and she did a song called let's go to the mall and she had to tour malls and sing it and let's go to the mall one of the best songs ever written <laughs> it was great i love the music video i was like this is fantastic and it made me like robin a lot more because I don't have super strong feelings on her either way. I just, I feel like the show doesn't really know what to do with her. Everybody and this made her, I just really play. loved her as Robin Throw Sparkles. And I loved her adult embarrassment at Robin Starkles, Sparkles. Let's go to the mall today. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of so much joy right now. I love it. I fucking love I love slap bet I love Robin Sparkles and they both come back there is more Robin Sparkles I'm glad there is I'm really glad bet. I'm glad they planted those beautiful sparkly oh my sparkly god seeds. just like what a breath of fresh air in the middle of this season in, in the middle of this like this uh <laughs> this Irish pub desolation because <laughs> there's just like so much bullshit in this season and then it's just like oh man Robin Sparkles what a beautiful time what a moment 
Um, Robin Robin Sparkles, you know. I um, think Robin Sparkles was like one of the first times that I like logged on to the internet so that I could watch that video again. Like I was like, I mean, I'd use the internet, but I think that was the first time that I was like, I'm going to look for a video. And it was like oh, the Robin Sparkles. Oh, what a pure time. <laughs> I'm going to look for a video. Oh, <laughs> that's precious. What a time. Um, and then in the, the next episode, it's is uh, Barney's brother is Wayne Brady and he arrives. And yes, he has a gay black brother. Yes. Um, which is supposed to be funny. Yeah, because who saw it coming? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a white person with black siblings, <laughs> did you feel represented? No. <laughs> that would be horrifying if I did. Can you imagine if I was like, that's exactly what it's like when I hang out with my siblings? <laughs> None of my friends know they exist. <laughs> and then I let my I let my black sibling feel very awkward. <laughs> as uh, all my white friends. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, the whole thing is that, like, they, like, they're, like, bros together. Like, he helps uh, his brother, like, pick up chicks, pick up dudes. And he, the brother helps Barney, like, pick up chicks. And, like, it's, like, they're... D- they're like a dynamic duo and they both wear suits um and it just all this shit and then the big reveal is that oh my god wayne brady is getting married uh what's what's the characters james james is getting married oh no yeah james is getting married and this just means that barney's gonna have to melt down again about the fact that you know he's a pickup artist and he doesn't have any you know he doesn't have any other other bros to to just like trudge into the wild wild west with him before he becomes an incel um (laughs) (laughs) like he can't just be happy for his brother no like it's i mean barney is marriage but you're gay y'all are getting married too i thought when you were gay it just meant you had all the sex and everything was easy and you didn't have feelings (laughs) what (laughs) so then yeah and it's inter- I mean, Wayne Brady, like, I mean, he's you great. don't really know how he feels about Barney. I'm very nope. curious. I'm like, how is he doing? How does he feel? What does he think about Barney? What does he think about he Barney's seems friends? Like very, he seems like a very uh, patient person. I felt like he was just like, yes, this is my brother, whatever. I see him a few times a year at this point. It's fine. I can handle it. Like, <laughs> I will go back and have sex with my fiance. <laughs> it will be okay. Um and then we get into a very upsetting episode, um, which is one it's, you know, the show likes to <sighs> censor things in creative ways. Like, you know, when people are eating sandwiches, they're actually smoking weed. And then there's occasional times where they uh, where Ted is, you know, covers up sex. He's he uses euphemisms or other descriptions. We were holding hands. Yeah, and it's weird because <laughs> it's not very consistent. Like I feel like the sandwich censoring is the only consistent one. Yeah, but in this one, it's it's censoring about a specific word, um, and basically Lily uh listens to voicemails because she's you know back with um back with Marshall. She's living with Ted Marshall again, and she hears. Uh, an old voicemail that Ted left Marshall over the summer when they were broken up and in it Ted is basically like you just need to get over her she's selfish blah 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 and then there's the bad word and I mean of course the show doesn't actually tell you so it could be any 
any myriad of bad words about women, but it feels like it's cunt. Yeah, I feel like it's cunt as well. Um, and but he, <laughs> he used the term Grinch. Yes, that's the that's the that's the word that that's they use. So funny, Grinch. It is very funny because Grinch is great. If somebody called me a Grinch, I'd be like, "Thank you." Yeah. No. I, yeah. I have I a cute it. dog and curly shoes, and you know, people leave me alone. Seems that's like nice. I'd be doing great. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, and so it's like Lily is like um. <laughs> decorating for christmas which i always think it's funny because like isn't she jewish i feel like she is <laughs> but yeah, anyway i thought she was jewish yeah i'm pretty I sure it came she... up yeah in one of um, episodes, but not long enough to like you know right. actually give her context yeah so she's like uh she's decorating for christmas and then she hears it on the answering machine and then she takes down all the christmas decorations and it's like this is like the episode is called like how lily stole christmas it should be called how ted stole christmas yeah it's like, not in the this fucking whole <laughs> episode blames lily <laughs> this and, is a really shitty episode and honestly like and it's all, written by a woman <laughs> this episode did not need to happen like all that needed to happen was for ted to actually apologize and he never actually does that what he does is he does the gaslighting non-apology where he's like Oh, I shouldn't have said that, but also, like, you were being a con. Like, that's basically what he's saying. He's that like, is well, what he said. Like, and I just, I can't believe like, like, Marshall was sad. What else was I supposed to do? You know, comfort him without calling you slurs? <laughs> like, yeah, dude. You could have <laughs> yeah. done that. He could have, you know, here's the thing. I, I have enough faith in Lily that I think if he had said everything else, which wasn't flattering about her, and not use that word, she would have been hurt, but she would have gotten it. Yeah. Know? But it was the fact that he used that word. Yeah, um, no, it's terrible. And he's just like, you know, you like hurt, you like hurt Marshall. And like, no, it's just like. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, if this is what we're, is this is the logic we're using, Ted, then you should own up to the fact that you just hurt Lily. Like, you know, he, he doesn't, he's no. very hypocritical. And so basically like Lily, yeah, she takes her decorations back to the apartment that she inexplicably still has <laughs> i don't know i've given up on understanding <laughs> what is going on with that and why she was looking for other apartments and then has this and then moves back in but yeah she takes them there and then basically ted complains to other people about it including robin and it's just like oh she just needs to get over it and like forgive me He's and robin's just such a piece of shit <laughs> and robin's like did you actually apologize though like this is the only time robin seems to care about another woman um and uh and ted's like well yeah and she's like no like actually apologize and he's like no so then he buys beer because he's like well lily likes this kind of beer and he brings it over but he drinks it all on the way so he doesn't even have beer for her this this punk ass and then when he's supposed to apologize his apology sucks and she ends up apologizing to him yeah it's really i'm sorry for like you know having my feelings hurt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so messed up and we're supposed to just be like oh good and I, I was like this is horrible he learned nothing I yeah I hate this this is the episode where I was just like if this had happened to me if I'd had this experience I would never speak to Ted again like this would be that would be the end of our friendship I would never I remember when I was 15 I went on like a, a youth retreat thing and I overheard this guy call me a bitch um, but he saw me because like it was one of those like you walk in the room and someone's talking about you things. Yeah. Um, and he wrote me. He was a 15 year old, and like a month later, he wrote me an apology. A 15 year old, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like he was an emotionally mature one. I mean, he was calling me a bitch, and there was really no reason. Like. 
but he was he felt bad enough to be like hey i'm sorry i shouldn't have called you that like you know i i was just talking shit that wasn't cool <laughs> yeah. like ted ted's apology wasn't even that good and he's supposed to be a grown man and this is supposed to be his good friend ted like fucking sucks like that yeah. was the episode where i turned on ted like he was annoying before but i spent the rest of like our episodes watching it just seething with rage about oh. him yeah no he's awful <laughs> He's awful. And then and then we have the episode where Robin's younger sister comes to town and oh everyone God. tries to stop her younger sister from having sex. I'm like surprised T.I. wasn't in this episode. Oh, my God. It's one of the worst episodes. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. And it's just like her younger sister is young. But the point one of my one of the things that bothered me in this episode was. It doesn't seem like Robin actually keeps in touch with her sister. No. Like, we never hear about the sister again. Yeah. Like, we don't know anything about her life. Like, not even any. Like, later we get flashbacks into Robin's life and her sister isn't in them. No. And so it feels like very uh, kind of possessive of Robin for her to want to boss her sister around but not invest in her relationship. Like, as someone with a lot of siblings, like... If I'm not keeping in good touch with my younger sibling, I have no right to tell them what to do. Also, like, you know, and vice versa, like with older siblings, if they're not investing in me, that they don't get to tell me what to do. I feel like in Canada, their drinking age is younger, which makes me feel like they're fucking younger. (laughs) Like, I feel like. I mean, that is a very, that is a very decent correlation to make. (laughs) Like, the math is So, like, it's like, like, if she comes to America and it's like, oh, no, it's like, she's probably fucking in Canada, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't she be? And it's also just and like also she seems like a smart girl. Like she doesn't seem like a fucking her boyfriend does not like yeah. he's, he's her age. He's kind of dopey. It's not like it's not like he's like this older guy trying to take advantage of her. You know, yeah. it seems very much like they'll have bad, awkward sex and they'll break up in two months and it'll be fine. You know, um, but yeah, they they all try to talk her out of having sex. And that's pretty much that whole episode, which is kind of a creepy plot line yeah i don't even really want to talk much about any of the things that they talk about because it's just so disgusting it's just so like gratuitous and Uh, yeah it's just kind of like it's a lot of bullshit i like it's an episode that you could you could miss it and like miss almost nothing plot wise and the next episode is like very non-interesting as well it's it's like um ted is supposed to fire brian cranston it's very weird um i honestly don't remember that much about this episode um because not much happens also marshall's marshall's co-workers are making fun of him and he tries to like kind of be a bro for a minute which doesn't work i mean he is a bro but he's normally a good bro but he tries to be like really a bro and lily ends up being like hey this isn't you you know what are you doing Actually, like the also the next episode is kind of it's the one where they they have to go to a funeral so they miss the Super Bowl and so they basically they they tape it so they can watch it later and they spend like all this time like trying not to, trying to not find out who won which like that is very hard it's like it's just like <laughs> it's hard enough to like not get spoilers on a TV show but the Super Bowl is like a whole thing I mean I've never cared so this was an episode that like I didn't relate to at all because I've never cared about the Super Super Bowl and I only watched it if I had like a male friend that want that wanted to watch it and all of my male friends that watched the Super Bowl are not my male friends anymore so next year I will just be chilling yeah um unless like I don't know but I mean but unless you want to watch the Super Bowl but I mean you always know who won though yeah you know so it's like even when you don't care and you're like separated from it 
trying to pretend you don't like trying to not find out who won for a whole day or two <laughs> it's yeah but yeah. It, it is a pretty bore like it's a funny concept if you're into football and and you know the shenanigans but but it's i mean they all end up finding out Oh my god! I don't know. Like for me, it's like there's no emotional growth or really emotional no. drama. It's just them all trying to not figure out. There's so many the Super filler. There's so many filler episodes. They have a lot of filler episodes. I like. I'm like they could have just had like third. They could have done like a Netflix, you know, level of like 13 episodes per season and cut a bunch of these. Um, yeah, because I don't even remember Lucky Penny. Do you remember what the fuck happens in that episode? <laughs> oh no, I remember that Marshall's in the New York Marathon. Um, and they're all like trying trying to Barney is like I could run the marathon and then yeah that one was pretty yeah so that's another filler well <laughs> the next one is a little bit has a little bit more meat to it it's basically um, oh man this fucking yeah, shit this, oh, this, man. One, this one has like this is one of those episodes that has like a whole like debate about you know what is good and bad in a relationship this felt like they were and like trying how to, you like, should act in a relationship it's like they were trying to like copy a sex in the city episode <laughs> yeah this one definitely felt like it was trying to be sex in the city in the way that sex in the city debates questions of like like philosophical questions around sex and relationships, which is, I think is one of the things that makes it fun. But yeah. But how I met your mother doesn't have the range. <laughs> like does like, not sex in the like city not doesn't even... have the range in a lot of ways, but how I met your mother really does. Sex so. in the city at least tries to have the range. <laughs> yeah. And I think because it's a f- like from a female perspective, although it's obviously a very limited privileged female perspective, it feels more nuanced than the way that like Ted bumbles around these questions. Um, <laughs> Uh, this, this is, this is an episode where they, they, Robin realizes that a bunch that of shit in the apartment Ted has a bunch of stuff from ex-girlfriends yeah. and she's basically just like, I can't like wash my face knowing that you're, you know, like your thing in the bathroom, like you have like a camera from this person and you have a candle from this person. And basically she's like, I feel like all your ex-girlfriends are in the apartment with us. And I just like, don't understand why you need to keep so much stuff from them. <laughs> And Ted's like, oh, so you have nothing from your exes? Come on. You didn't keep anything? And she's like, no, nothing. And so eventually. <laughs> eventually. Uh, so he. So there's a whole thing where like, is he going to get get rid of his stuff or is he not going to get rid of his stuff? He eventually does. Um, but he finds out that like all of her five dogs are from exes, which. I have so many questions about this. Same. Because I don't believe... I don't believe that she has five exes. I don't believe that she has five exes. I also don't believe that five men would give up their dogs. Like, maybe two. But I don't think that, like... I feel like if you're breaking up with a man, considering their level of maturity... There are some the five of them, of them are going to give her dogs. Like that's a lot. No, like I feel like they would keep those dogs. Also, was she getting a new dog with every relationship? Right. Like what the fuck? Like why like, wouldn't there be any carryover from the other dogs? It's very weird. It's, it's very weird. And and you would think like if you get with someone and you have one dog or maybe maybe they have two and they have four and then you break up. I'm not like obviously your emotional connection to the dog is not based on math, but I also think mathematically you'd be like, okay, well I'm keeping my dog because you already have four others <laughs> like um so that's just <laughs> never explained it's just obvious it's like obvious that they wrote it because they're like this will be a funny reveal and like she's a hypocrite and then they have like a whole funny argument about it 
but but it doesn't but i got really caught on the logistics of her oh yeah five the, dogs the, 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 five, the five dogs from ex-boyfriends doesn't make any fucking sense and the only reason why it even kind of works is because the joke is is that whenever ted is around the dogs he sees the ex-boyfriend and there's like some good sight gag humor there yeah with the, the ex sight gag the humor dog. is very fun in this yeah. episode and there's moments before the dog reveal where robin also sees like women like sitting around the apartment so that's that's a fun visual gag um it's 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 nice after a few filler episodes uh, after the slump to have like something yeah um so she sends all of her dogs upstate where her aunt is and like she's just like feeling all like mature like relationship upgrade and then she goes back into ted's apartment and finds out that he that he said that he got rid of all the stuff but he didn't actually and that he was just hiding it now it's all still back there and she's like, I just got rid of my dogs. <laughs> I mean, they're still upstate. So she, you know, it's not like she doesn't know where they are. And but. so, yeah. And then they get into a gigantic fight that like goes on forever. It's one of those things where they do like the fast forward thing. Cause it's like, oh my God, this fight is so intense. I would love to know what they would, cause they don't feel like people with a lot to say. So it's a funny to me that they could have long fights. Me too. I'm like, <laughs> what do you guys journal? Like, do you have inner lives? Like, I, I don't yeah. feel like. Yeah, it's wild. Like, like when Lily and Marshall fight, it makes sense because even though like, even though they're not like the deepest characters on television, you can tell they think about stuff, especially yeah. Marshall. Um, no, yeah. both of them. They both do. So they so they get into this big fight and then at the end of the fight, they decided that they were going to move in together. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's a good way to solve things. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> These fucking idiots. So they're so fucking stupid. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. And Barney's like really upset. He like tries to sabotage it. Um he's just like Barney it's weird with Barney because like I feel like this thing happens and it happens with Ted and Robin and it also happens with Lily and Marshall at random times where it's like Barney's upset that his friends are dating and then he's like cool for a while because he's like these are my friends we're all hanging out and then like something else happens in his friend's relationship and then he like remembers that they're dating and decides that he's upset again (laughs) like I feel like that's just this emotional uh, pattern that happens with him and so when he realizes they're moving in together he's just like Oh, come on. You don't want to do that. And it's like they were they've already been together. Like what do you, like like Barney, like what what are you really trying to do here? Um yeah, it's it's uh, it, he's such an inconsistent fucking weirdo. Um but uh <laughs> the next episode is it's kind of filler but kind of not. I mean, it you find out that Marshall has a car and that it's a 1988 Fiero and uh, there's a tape stuck in it and it is um, five of, uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's called 500 miles, 5,000 miles, something miles. It's by the Proclaimers, those two weird Scottish guys with the glasses and, you know, when I wake oh, up. Oh, I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked 5,000 miles to fall down at your door. Yeah. Yeah, so I Famously, I heard this song for the first time as a child in the movie Benny and June which is a movie about like yeah <laughs> have you seen it oh yeah oh yeah 
I was really, really into Benny and June. Benny and June was good. They're making the grilled cheese with the with the iron. Yeah, no, that's a. That, I have I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, 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 movie. yeah. Got like a nice feature film. If you're okay with looking at um, Johnny Depp's face, I understand. If you're not okay, back then I still loved his face. Well, yeah, back then I didn't have a reason not to. So you know, here yeah. We are. So it's like, oh yeah, we all have memories in this car, and then it traps out, and then you know, men in their cars, and their I don't memories know memories, and you know, like the it gives um, it gives the producers a chance to like edit in more songs to make people feel things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just feels like filler between when when bar when uh ted and robin decide to move in together and then the moving day episode in which barney gets so upset that he steals the moving truck and all the shit in it yeah there's like a few episodes in a row where barney is just trying to ruin stuff which i mean to be fair that's kind of his whole personality but it's interesting in this season because i feel like he'll kind of disappear for a few episodes and then he just comes back to annoy everyone <laughs> yeah i mean you know he's back and he steals the, like it's, it's such a child yeah and, and they're just like we're all we're still gonna be friends it's like barney just you make so much money can you please go to therapy i mean not that he would be honest with this therapist but yeah no he would lie and um then in 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 keeping with barney trying to ruin stuff um you know marshall and lily they still want to get married even though atlantic city didn't work out and they they want to do the wedding they want to do a wedding so it is bachelor party time um and uh <laughs> barney is marshall's best man for some reason uh <sighs> is he <laughs> i thought so i yeah i mean there was a thing where like he i don't know if if he makes him the best man or if like barney just decides i'm the best man i think it's kind of one of those yeah Barney's, like marshall's not great at drawing lines especially with barney because barney can you know kind of be a steamroller and then marshall can be a bit of a pushover so that combo um and and Marshall doesn't really want to do the whole like he's like I don't really want to have a crazy like strip club like you know bachelor party I just kind of want to hang out with my dudes and Barney's like no 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 no, no. <laughs> like we must um there's a woman yeah I barely remember that episode what happened <laughs> there's like a dancer and yeah. she's like really cool she's just like yeah she, i feel like she smokes a cigarette at one point mm -hmm. but then there ends up being like a fire or something and then she ends up having to go to the hospital i don't really remember because i think i was high while we watched this one yeah no i feel like i was also high and i'm, I'm sorry don't to remember. the listeners <laughs> not but um it wasn't even if i was high i would remember if it mattered <laughs> um Basically, there's shenanigans. Barney plans things that Marshall didn't plan. They all have some laughs because women are sex workers, but then they realize this woman's a person and they're like at the hospital. Yeah. And then and then it ends. And then there's a really absurd episode where Barney wants to convince Bob Barker that he is his son. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, there's a running thing in this show where um 
Barney does not know who his dad is. And the, also there's a running joke that his mom was just like. They're like, well, we don't know because, you know, she had a lot of sex. She was. She yeah. Was it's just like Barney's mom's saying the anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so he doesn't know who his dad is. She never told him. She like the thing about it is, is that like I see these kind of jokes in movies and TV all the time. And I, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. But I will want to say that, like when you're when she doesn't want to tell you it's probably because he's the dad whoever he is is not a good person (laughs) yeah exactly like a lot of times like if she knows who it is and she's not telling you yeah they're somebody that she doesn't want you to meet or value like like center your self-value on right or judge her on or maybe they're abusive or maybe it was you know there's a lot of horrible reasons yeah so, so i think yeah so uh, i guess, right hear those jokes i'm just like oh cool cool good choice <laughs> um, so yeah it just kind of seems like as mom was just like okay it's bob barker like i guess because she was like okay well bob barker's not going to do anything like bad he's someone that my son can look up to and also never be able to and be in contact with meet. But it's also wild that Barney, who's like in his like mid to late thirties at this point, is still still believes this. Like it's it's kind of upsetting. Like, like, like it is upsetting a- that he didn't <laughs> have a moment where he's like, okay, my mom obviously made up this nice lie, and I either need to like really talk with her, yeah, and say like, hey, I'm ready for the truth, and I really think you should tell me. Or I need to just accept that I don't know who my dad is. Yeah, like telling this to a child. I mean, I have mixed feelings about it, but like I don't feel like she was like trying to be harmful. I just feel like she didn't know how to answer the question. Yeah, and like, and she know? told him a very long time ago. She might have a different tactic yeah. now. Yeah. You know? So I yeah I don't know the Bob Barker thing is really weird because like everybody everybody kind of know like everybody knows that it's not and but everybody just kind of treats. I think I they think sometimes like, like treat him like a baby. They do, and it's because he has like no emotional regulation and does all these crazy things when he doesn't get what he wants. Yeah. And so I feel like with the Bob Barker, they're just like he's not listening to reality, so we just have to let him find out. And and I think <laughs> I think much like his mom, most of his friends assume he's not going to actually meet Bob Barker. You know, so we don't really have to worry about how hurt he'll be. And then he gets on the prices right. Like he gets he gets on stage and then he gets to the point where he like he's going to be like, I'm going to go on there. I'm going to tell him that he's my dad. And then when it finally happens, he he can't he can't say it. And I feel like I feel like his friends are like, OK, he realized that he was like, you know, that this wasn't a real thing but like <laughs> i d- i'm not sure like i'm not sure if it was actually a moment of realization or if he just got nervous <laughs> yeah i think it's like both i think it's like the rare moment where where barney feels feels shame or embarrassment <laughs> <laughs> and like and I, I love like the show like will just kind of do these one-off episodes I mean, it's a running theme, but it does that one-off episode. And then it just, like, jumps right into Marshall and Lily's wedding. Um, Which, honestly, like, obviously their wedding has been a huge theme. And, I mean, it was a theme in season one, and now it's back. But I just, I think because it's been a huge theme, like, by the time it arrives, I don't really care that much. Like, yeah. I'm just like, okay, can you guys get married now? Like, <laughs> Yeah, there are two episodes dedicated to it. And um, it's just, like, a bunch of shit. Like... Uh, <laughs> like 
Marshall gets a bad haircut. Barney decides that he's going to be like. And Marshall's haircut is really bad. No, it's bad. Yeah. Um, and then Marshall, like Barney wants attention and can't get it because it's a wedding. And it's one of the few times where women are at the center. And so he just like keeps decides that he's going to start like asking for shit and just say that it's for the bride. And that's funny. Yeah. It's really like. Yeah, that it's just like this whole like episode of like things going wrong and then and then eventually there's like the other episode where where it's like, "Oh my god, Ted like, and Robin have a secret. There's a secret. Yeah, what's their like, secret? What's the secret?" And it's like somehow in the second episode, even though everything has been going wrong, it's like smoothed out mm-hmm. and it's clear that Marshall and Lily are happy and they're enjoying their day, which means now we shouldn't pay attention to them. Yes, <laughs> even on their fucking wedding day. Cuz it's like, time just for give them this, you guys. Cuz it's time. It's time for the Ted it's and Robin Ted show. It's time. It's time yeah. for Ted to take over the your plot. Mother. This is not how Marshall and Lily met each other. So <laughs> Barney, Barney, in a rare moment of like empathy, finally like comes outside and he's like, "Are you guys okay? Like, what's going on?" And they reveal that they have already broken up. What? Yeah. When when Barney asked them if they're okay, it was like a shock. It was. It was like a shock to my system. I was like, did Barney just like ask a thing? Like he cares? Did like, he like and he just like used a regular tone of voice? Like he 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 changed the register of his voice to the point where it makes you wonder if he knows how obnoxious he sounds all the time and that this is like his regular voice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like and and they're they're just like, well, you know, we've actually been broken up for I think over a week at this point. And they're yeah. like, but we just wanted to wait till the wedding was over. And I, I love that they were trying to like not take like the attention of the wedding, but then take the full attention of the wedding episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I mean, that I feel like that really does like. I mean, that's, that's that, that really, encapsulates that, the show. That encapsulates the tone of the show and the like emotional intelligence or lack thereof in the show. And um, and that's twenty two whole episodes like we did it we did it we did a speed run um that was season two of how i met your mother generally an improvement from season one but still not good yes an improvement from season one but with like 10 filler episodes so much so much filler like this this season like what they wanted to say and the jokes they wanted to make could have been made in 13 episodes easily 100 percent, and like and i think it would have done the show better i mean i know that this was like network sitcom like and that's a different i i realize we're in the time of streaming and this was before that format but it really didn't need this many episodes. Like they had so many seasons. I wish this had come out during streaming. It would be way shorter. Yeah. Um. I will say that next is season three, which is the shortest season. That's it is good. It is twenty episodes. Every, I can't believe twenty is short. In all <laughs> such a. But all of the subsequent seasons are twenty four episodes because the show got so popular. It's so painful. Like I don't know if season three they weren't sure. Maybe they weren't sure if they were coming back. Like and the then, show has nine seasons. I, and I watched every single one of these episodes. Bronwyn, my life. We you could have a new so much by about the time it. We're done covering this. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Oh my god. So <laughs> if you enjoyed us like trying to make it seem cohesive. <laughs> yeah, trying to like describe it while expressing feelings, but also not overloading every feeling, but doing enough, 
then you know you can uh you can become an eight dollar subscriber on patreon where we're gonna have the rest of these episodes yeah this was just a special taste for those who aren't on the eight dollar level and want to check it out want to check out the mess of the pineapple incident the pineapple incident named famously after one of the episodes in the first season yes one of their one of their first and most famous gimmick episodes which there are gonna be so many there's gonna be so many i can tell because they love gimmick episodes they they love themselves a gimmick um Well, you know, well, I'm not high. I'm Jordan. I'm incredibly sober and I'm Bronwyn Isaac. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.